Good afternoon, everyone, and uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Ivan, have I got you there? Yes. Hello. Howdy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'll say yes. <laughs> Every time we have a session on a and we discuss going short the market, it drops immediately the next day by a hundred points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think we've clearly got some really heavy. Uh, uh, traders listening into our uh, into our webcast. <laughs> Moving <laughs> they, the market. They, they they get hard in the uh, uh, in in the uh, overnight market. Yeah, yeah. They really shorted the US last night, didn't they? Off the back of our webcast. Um, yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Everyone's joining us. Um, I think we're sort of picking up the conversation on where to from here. Um, so I would just thought I'd run around and have a look at the scans. There was a couple of trades there this morning, I think. Um, and oh. All right, that dropped off. Um, what was it just Ansel? Say again? What was it Ansel? Yeah, Ansel. So just sitting there. Uh, lit long approaching, so it's just dropped below there. We can go and have a look at that in a moment. Um, that's basically it on the breakout, so you know, which is no, not surprising, just given what the market's been doing. Um, the trade for meter price up was a long straddle, which um, Bowles probably just got a little bit away from me on that trade again. Um, I probably need to just be watching a little bit closer than I have been. Uh, to get filled on that, um, but um, yeah, interesting. So the market, I think, you know, the we've just got to get. I, I, I think what we're seeing is, you know, second wave of COVID. Um, there is absolutely no surprises here. I don't think yeah. anyone, you know, would think for one moment that. Um, that it just can't come back and won't come back and that every, every time it does it, that it's not going to cause significant interruption to parts of the economy. I think that our uh, regulators are now, um, uh, you know, sort of stealing themselves to the fact that um, we can't just go into complete shutdown mode. Um, but, you know, at what point will they change their view? And it's just going to be this risk hanging over us until we've got some sort of a um, solution to it. Some, you know, like a, you know, we've got a cure or, you know, a, you know, a, a, a way of testing faster. I don't know. Don't know. Um, yeah. 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 I think it's it's an interesting one, um, and especially obviously we we had a, you know, everyone in Victoria freaked out on the back of. Uh, you know, on the back of uh, my God, an Essendon football player got got done. It's like that's got to be the end of it. Um, but yeah, in at the end of the you know, there's still there's not that many new cases. Not that happening. What's happening in the US is worse. The fact that we're going through winter is scary. But anyway, it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, Pat, you're a uh, you're on mute. Oh. Apologies. So, <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's. I mean, this is the 
interesting thing. We've just had what uh, just a touch over a week of sideways action, nothing happening. Um, there's not really anything happening either. Uh, and now we're just having a bit of downside move on the back of you know quite strong moves in in US. Uh, how how do you want to play it? Is there is there is there a play in it for you? Um, you know, for me, it's just if I can get that vol at the right level, I think the range is going to be tight. And, um, you know, if I can get it at the right level, I'll just go long vol every time, provided that I can see that we're at a technical level where I think they can move off it. Um, but, you know, if you look at what's happened over the last week, you wouldn't want to get the, get in and pay too much for vol, you know. Yeah. Um, so it, that's probably, that probably you know, you're going to, my view is I'm going to have to be strict about that, and one day I'm going to get it really, really right. Um, other than that, I just want to scalp a few profits, um, yeah. have a little bit of fun with that. But I'm just really struggling on directional trades unless I can see a breakout, and there's just not many trades like that around at the moment. Um, and then other than that, I guess people would be looking at selling premium bear calls, seeing quite a few people doing those trades to great effect. Um, and, and, you know, just like we were looking at them a, a couple of weeks ago, you know, uh, and we're trying to encourage people to be really clear about there will be a point where there's a break and you just need to be able to, um, you know, get yeah. out of the way. Of that. You know, you've got to have your risk management in place. But I think otherwise there's some good trades there. And volatility is not low. It's not too low to be able to do these types of trades. So I think there's, you know, there's trades there for you. Um, I think, uh, Ivan, you think there's this level here, the 200-day moving average. What are your thoughts around 200-day moving average? Uh, I think that uh, the the one to watch at the moment is actually the 50-day moving average. I think that we've we've had our consolidation now. I think that it was interesting actually. I had a I had a chat to uh, Nathan Jermaine the other day about this, um, right. and uh, we, we sort of we were sort of chatting about you know movements and whatever else. And interestingly enough, one of the things that we we're talking about is you know he goes well. <laughs> it, uh, one of his mates sent a, an article to him saying. Um, uh, quite 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 a quite a senior trader. Um, so that you know, he's read a report that if the market drops twenty percent from here, it's it, there's so much. There is such a big amount of uh, derivatives uh, exposure that it's a thousand times GDP in the US. And so, effectively, that's why the there's a, the belief that um, the Fed stepped in as hard as it did when it did. Um, that effectively all of this stuff has to just roll off um, before the market can do anything. Um, obviously, the you know the conditions in March didn't help, but um, anyway, I don't know how true that is. But but obviously, there's a quick there's a, there is a question around what happens if the market falls. Uh, and so on on the basis of that, although he's quite he's been quite bearish, he's he's kind of repositioned himself to say, well, actually, I'm I'm kind of thinking that it's. Uh, neutral to, to to bearish, but not kind of a complete um, collapse of of planet Earth. Now, I think that um, I, I haven't really changed my view. I think that the Fed can only step in for so much, um, and and you know because otherwise they would have stepped in in the middle of March or earlier in March. I think when when selling really starts, it starts. And uh, you know, you just look at things like Qantas, for example. That was one of the favorite stocks, Flight Center. Um, the sort of that retail, the new traders of, of the world, the new, you know, and it, it's funny every single time before the dot com crisis, just before the dot com, there was a whole influx of new traders, 
and then uh, there was uh, a whole heap of um, uh, you know then there was sort of a whole heap of influx uh, before the previous boom um, and uh, you know I mean Qantas is you know you're looking at Qantas Qantas went into a trading hall today um, and uh, the basis of that is obviously they they announced last night that they need uh, or they're looking at a billion dollar plus uh, cap raise. One point nine bill. One point nine, really? So that's yeah, yeah. The article I read yesterday was one, so uh, I, didn't, I didn't see the news this morning. Yeah, so well, there you go. So um, I, I read the article. I'm assuming it's correct, but yeah, I haven't yeah. checked. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean that's that's mental, right? So that's for a company that that uh, said to everyone, "We're fine. We're going to be we're going to be cool. We're going to survive this." And uh, you know, and, and you look at that, and you start thinking, well, you know, maybe, maybe there was, uh, you know, this, yeah. Anyway, I, th- I think I think it's it's an interesting interesting time, um, and uh, this is where I fear for the new traders coming in and, and making um, quite strong buying the stocks, you know, like the Hertz's of the world globally that were that are increasing a dramatic uh, in price because everyone knew what Hertz was, even though it went into voluntary administration. Um, you know, so th- these kind of scenarios are just absolutely abnormal and I still get the feeling that we're going to get a whitewash. And I don't know, you know, if, if, if the selling is actually picked up uh, from the instos between the low and now, um, whereas the retail buying has picked up, um, and everyone's running around saying, "We're we're the pros. We're better than Buffett. What's he got? He sold the low. Um, you know, all we want to do is get back on some <laughs> on some rockets." Um, and uh, it's 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 concerning to me. You sound really worried. <laughs> I'm just, the thing is, is it's it's honestly I think it's 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 one of those things where for the first time in a long time we've seen interest in the stock markets and participation really for the first time since 2009 and really the 2000 in such a big way but you know 2000 and sorry 2000 middle of 2008 when people started talking about stuff and what worries me is. Um, there's a whole heap of super, you know, early release super that's went into the stock market, hunting on stuff. Um, you know, in in oh eight oh nine, you, you you had decent rates at least. You know, banks were paying good rates. Now people are going and and, and putting money into some extremely risky positions. Um, and uh, I mean, this is. What's going to have? I mean, it's going to create great opportunities for options traders um, as volatility starts picking up again. Um, but definitely uh, feel bad for for the people that are about to get wiped out. And that doesn't mm-hmm. matter if the market collapses or whether it goes sideways for an extended period of time. That people are just not ready for this. But when emotions of, of people start coming in, when you know they're expecting everything that their buy seems to be going up without even understanding what the XJO is, and suddenly they're starting to see red every day, and then suddenly, you know, their margin lending provider starts calling them up, or worse yet, 
um, you know, for those that are trading CFDs with leverage, uh, you know, like that's that's where the stuff really starts hitting home and when people it's start. Gonna be, it's going to be um, like when was the last time we had a recession and um, do people even know how to respond <laughs> to those sorts of conditions? Like Australia hasn't had a recession since, what, 91, 92, 93, whatever that was, recession that we had to have. So, yeah. you know, no, obviously, you know, like, I mean, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't even in Australia when 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 that recession came right on the back of that. Um, yeah. Obviously, great opportunity um, at some point in time after, but uh, no one out of these traders. I mean, most people haven't even experienced a GFC. Um, most people haven't even experienced uh, what the market does two years ago or one year ago. So they just look at a recent chart and go, "Hey, you know, everyone is buying this stock. It's going up three, four, five times. Let's go get on it." Um, completely not thinking about like the interesting thing I was, I was reading the other day um, was that um, this is uh, read a group called Wall Street Bets in the US um, and it's it's amazing you know the 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 profanity in which they all speak to each other is is, is actually quite funny um, now that you know everything's anonymous political correctness doesn't exist but it, what was bizarre about that is um, because there's so many people on it um, it actually drives prices in the short term. So someone comes in and says, oh, this is a rocket, and everyone starts jumping in on this. And there was a similar version of this in Australia that was launched and is starting to see similar boosts in in um, short-term prices for sort of that small cap space. Um, <laughs> Reminds me of the early 2000s. It, yeah, exactly. You know, this is this is exactly. I mean, I obviously I didn't trade during that period, but um, everyone who I've spoken to who has goes, "This is so yeah, ramping. There's so much ramping going on." Yeah, um, yeah. Interesting. So Wall Street bets. I have to check that out. Yeah, Wall Street bets. It's um, yeah. There was Belt Street, or is it St. Wall St. Bets? Oh, I didn't remember. No, right. I'll go check it out. Cool. All right. Um, Mark has asked, you know, Mark, his uh, afterpay is now finally working for me as it's rapidly falling. Uh, it expires at 410. So, what, what, what's, your, what's your price? How should I pay it? Play it. Where's your price? So, what is your, what's your strike? Fifty-three. Yeah. Okay. Um. It, I mean, it's down five percent today. Drop three dollars. That's another five percent. Is that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Mark. Um, Mark. I'll give you uh, without knowing your circumstances or anything like that. I mean, it just. What's your technical view? Um, Did we do a general general advice warning? Yeah, that's a very good point. Any advice contained in this session is general only. doesn't take into consideration your personal circumstances (laughs) to decide for yourself. It's both appropriate for you, past returns, and an accurate indicator of future returns. All right, there you go. Um, (laughs) Thanks, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, um, I... 
you you have to have your own view and you shouldn't really be listening to our view if you've got one. Um, but, I mean, this is just trending up. It looks technically bullish. So, uh, yeah, it, will it go down at some point too? Yeah, it will consolidate and go down at some point. Don't know what that point is. Uh, and you're trading literally uh, over the next couple of hours. But, I, look, I don't know, you know. 5358 um, means that you're, you're probably, I mean, it's probably somewhere in the middle anyway. Like, so you're probably not losing or making money on it, I would think, right? Mm. I mean, depending on when you got, where you got in and, and what, what the makeup of that was. Um, so unless you got in yesterday, um, in which case I think you probably picked the wrong expiry. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, correct, hence your text, more loss or roll. Yeah, that... Uh, you know, this is something that I think we were speaking about last week when uh, when Johnny was chiming in in the background. Um, ultimately, if you would close that position and you would like to re-enter that position again, um, then do the roll. You know, so are you are you in a position where you think, like you, you? It sounds to me, based on what you're saying, is that you're unsure. So I would close it. But if you've got a view and and you know, you, you you believe it's going somewhere, and that you've got uh, a proper playbook for how to trade it over the next uh, month, then uh, then roll it. You know, where's this stop? It's effectively a new trade, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, Coles. Well, that Coles. You're back yeah. on the action guy, by the way. Yeah, as usual. Yeah, um, yeah. It's okay. it's fine. You know, it, it, have you noticed how yesterday when I was driving the platform, uh, it was just you know there was no mistakes. It was just it was just like it was run by the person that built it. <laughs> it didn't I didn't notice? No. Um, yeah, exactly. I didn't make the mistakes. Ah <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, good up, goals. I can't believe we just went back to restrictions. It's unbelievable. Say that again? I can't believe that Coles and Woolies have re-implemented restrictions and stuff. Like it just, yeah. I just, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is, isn't it? So, I don't know, just look at the safe one, guys. So, like, look at that. Um, and with something like that on the bowl. So you would say for the current range, could you really expect Coles to be um, much more than, say, 5 or 10% lower than where it is now from a bowl perspective? Sorry, can you say that again? Sorry, I just dropped down for me. You expect it to be too much lower from a volatility perspective? Uh, I probably don't expect anything at the moment to be lower than, than volatility. That, that again... Thinking about it, because the reason I bring this up is because uh, Brian um, had this trade up the other day uh, on Tuesday night going through... Um, uh, those that can, and he was talking about trading during reporting into reporting uh, season using long straddles. 
Uh, and this is the example, though I think the strikes might have been slightly different. Is it? Um, yeah. Yeah, Sean, we've got similar stuff now. Like yesterday I went to the dentist, I had a thermo test, signed in yeah. and out. Yeah, it's it's same thing. John was just saying in Thailand, you you went to shops like Tesco and others, and got to sign in and out. I have a CBA put sold sixty five oh one and bought put sixty four oh one for June. I assume that is a today June, uh, and we're trading at sixty eight. Um, that sounds like that's going to be okay. trade <laughs> yeah happy it is yeah hey what was the trade we were talking about last week that um it was, it was actually an after pay trade as well wasn't it there was uh it was a week out from expiry and you said that you would have you would have taken the profit and i said i would have kept on and i think it was like a 48 or 48 ish or 50 ish strike do you remember who you mentioned that trade Lots of here. Uh, they're on now, yeah. But they would have uh, been better off holding, hey? Mate, uh, typically, but... Uh, <laughs> just me, typically. Because that's... The, the, you know, I actually did a little bit of work around, and, and, I'm, and I want to pick it up again when, when I've got a bit more time, hopefully some some point in time. But um, uh, it's the element that... Um, you know, do you just do you just do those? It was Robert Warren terms? still holding. Sorry, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> what was the what was the soul strike on that, Rob? Um, and Glenn, you yeah, you definitely don't want the stock to go below sixty five oh one. Um, uh, but you know, CBA is trading at sixty eight, so you've got you've got plenty of move. Uh, yeah, pretty bossy, super safe. Um. So in terms of that CBA, I mean, with where it's at, if you feel really uncomfortable about it, um, you can look to close it, but you would think that there's probably not going to be a whole heap of premium in that anyway. And um, as your position gets closer every hour, um, you can price it up. Uh, even if that CBA is going to continue dropping, uh, the time decay is going to eat away at that position quite quickly. So as long as it doesn't kind of drop to 65 in a in a swift move um i would be monitoring it um but i definitely wouldn't touch it at all until at least it gets below 66 um i wouldn't even look at it until it goes to 66 because you know why pay 50 bucks in brokerage for that it's a good trade um and yeah robert sounds like that's uh that's going to go on and uh and, and close off uh yeah. I, I don't think APT is dropping to 44 today, so that's good. <laughs> All those stranger things have happened. Um, right, so A2 Milk um, strikes, sold strikes in 1950-16. Uh, what do you reckon, Ivan? 
16th of July expiry, 1950 to 16. 16 to, yeah. I mean, that, how much, what's the risk reward on that? Actually, that's not too bad. I mean, vol's a bit low compared to where A2 has typically been, but um, the, the one, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sound like I'm totally contradicting everything that we've ever spoken about. The one thing that scares me about A2 is the exposure to China, um, and although the trade actually probably lines up pretty well, um, the second wave could, could, could really... I've got to turn myself on mute for a second. My underwriter is on the, on the phone. <laughs> Just one second. I'll be waiting on this two days. <laughs> yeah, good, good timing. I think, I think Patrick said underwriter. And obviously, you know, just to really uh, help out, actually, let's see if I can take the take control of the screen um, because, no. Hey, Patrick, if you can hear me, can you, like, give me control of the screen? Maybe I'll be able to log in in the meantime. Yeah, let me see if I can steal the screen away. Hey Patrick. Okay. One second. Sorry about this. Uh, okay. All right. I think you guys should be able to see my screen now. Thank you. Um, TCL bear call. I'll bring that one up in a second. It's funny how we all we typically go in and uh, uh, yeah, it just feels a lot like it's coming right back down to that uh, back into the into the fifty five hundred. So actually, uh, for anyone who was uh, on the session last night. Um, Today, that, that's sort of the level that I'm looking at, that 5700-ish, uh, 5725-25, um, which is sort of around there where we sort of we had that, that, that bounce off. So I think that um, to me it goes below the 5700 and that um, the, the slowing of, of the 50-day um, moving average coming back um, is something that um, as that tips, I think we're going to get that, that sort of move lower over a period of time. So it's just a matter of pricing and waiting for that. Um, uh, Robert asks if I've got a view on iron ore miners for the next few months. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, that's probably a pure, you know, strong fundamental, um, uh, fundamental question around uh, what happens in the next couple of months with regard to COVID. Um, and, you know, I think that if, if we go back to having closures globally um, and less trade, that's going to impact our and um, We would probably have, yeah, I think it's pro probably an interesting time. Uh, I, you know, it's been such a battered, battered uh, commodity that you know you think that uh, it's gonna, it's gonna have, um, uh, it's gonna have the wind taken out of it at some point in time. Uh, TCL double top of TCL and drop below fifty-day moving average. Yeah, that's that's, a, and also there's some pretty key support resistance there. That's that's quite an interesting uh, trade. A bear call on that trade. 
yeah, I think that that's actually that'd be quite an interesting one to uh, to price up. Uh, I'd probably just before you jump on it, just wait for that confirmation where you can see that it's going to close below the 50-day moving average, and then maybe give it a bit of space above. So you know, maybe sort of around about the 14.50 or 15 if you can go that high on the sold leg. Um, I think that 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 looks quite good. Um, obviously, um, that's not pretty price action. Uh, but it hasn't quite broken down through that 14 yet, um, or at least has, has the conviction of breaking down through it. So that, that looks quite good. Uh, Craig, uh, FMG, I believe it's fully priced, and I'm looking at buying a bear put spread. Um, yeah, I think without even looking at the chart, I think that, that sounds like not a bad idea. Um, obviously, um, we might have different time frames of, of what we're looking at, but... Um, very similar to sort of TCL. Have a look at that 13 um, level. I'm just, I'm just going to move my layout back to a single pager. Um, bum, bum. By the way, if you haven't been on the webcast that, that I was talking about templates, you can now save your templates um, and then kind of view them. So if, you want, if you're on that company info page and you wanted to bring up your templates, I can go in and save this and say, blah, whatever. Um, and now on that company info page, uh, for those of you who are saying, well, we can't utilize the, the indicators, just go to the templates and then bring them up and then it'll actually go on and show everything up for you. And you can switch between uh, different indicators. You know, if you're looking at uh, 5,200 day moving average, for example, and a 20 and 50 and, and, you know, slightly different indicators, that could be quite quite useful. Sorry, I get distracted. I'm back going back to FMD now. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I think that this is the thing that that um, that I'd be watching for this sort of 13 level, 50-day uh, moving average right here. Um, vols coming off. So in terms of the, you know, if, if you are um, bearish on a Craig, uh, that actually probably makes a whole heap of sense. So um, effectively, if it, if it, um, uh, yeah, you want to you want to be um, anticipating a higher. Um, or I guess vol increasing over time. Uh, the other thing is, is potentially where you pick those trucks is going to be quite important to that vol. So if you're quite bearish now, uh, you know, you could look at uh, setting up your put here um, and then having like, say, 12 sold. Um, so effectively it's a, it's almost like a um, straight put uh, with, with a bit of time decay compensation um, at, at a strike that, that's, that's fast. So it kind of depends on your levels, but if you think, sort of, you know, it's going to go... Uh, no lower than 12, um, or you don't really care if it does, maybe even 12.50 um, and 13 is your level, um, then, then you can sort of play it that way. Um, interestingly, I think that, you know, with a lot of, with, with the current way, well, currently where the market's at, one way to look at the markets is uh, to do this kind of um, uh, pyramiding in and out type strategies. Uh, market's pretty choppy, uh, so you can look at saying, you know, get in some, let's say FMG, get in, get into a bearish trade now, um, break it up into, you know, let's say it's a 10K trade, break it up into five back uh, batches, uh, start with, you know, 1,000 bucks, move it to two, um, two and a half, three, and sort of phase it in. Um, and you say, okay, well, I think that, that you think it's bearish, for example, now, but you're not sure if it's going to bounce back to 15, you can go on and look at, at instigating kind of a bearish trade around this level, another one at 15, and maybe another one at 16. 
um, and, and sort of uh, phasing into it. And as the market falls off, you know, if you get your um, move straight away, uh, you know, maybe, maybe there's sort of, again, 13, 12, and 11 is where you're looking at. Um, yeah, you can close off a batch of 13, 12, and, and 11 um, and just sort of do, do the stress testing um, just to see where the uh, where are the, um, the the time decay pain points, and ultimately get out of the trades that are that are the ones in, in pain. Um, keep keep your best ones on, um, and you know with, with with where these markets are, they, they can take out a lot of um, a whole heap of uh, unknowns out of that. So, and then if it goes, you know, maybe about sixteen. So if, if we're looking at a channel, um, I'm just going to draw a line here. Uh, you know, if we're looking at something like a 16 being being our, our level, oh, uh, so you know, so if, if we're sort of looking at maybe uh, if we're looking at July, then you know maybe it's a 1650 type level, um, and then you say, okay, well if it's breaking through that again, we're we're out. So um, there's there's a lot to be said for 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 doing things in, in shopping markets, um, uh, pyramiding in and out. Um, that sort of that is, that is another way of looking at it. Um, I'm just going to right-click on that and click Cancel. Um, any, other, any other questions, any other stocks you feel like we want to look at um, uh, today? Uh, in the meantime, I'm just going to jump back into, into the XJR chart. It's going back again, similar to, uh, to what I was saying before with the XJO. Um, one way to, to look at these trades. You don't have to be perfect the first time. Uh, obviously, the market really stalled here at 6,000. Uh, it's not really doing anything at the moment. Um, so I think that, for me personally, it's just a matter of waiting to see a direction before we push, because I think that the next move um, is either going to be sort of a grind out here, um, but I think if, if it starts breaking down, I think it's going to be similar to this type of price action, and, and you know I think we'll end up back into this uh, 4,500 type level. Um, XJO short call, 16th July, 6,000 with 61,000 stop. Uh, yeah, I think, Mark, so I think that that's, you know, that, that's that's definitely one way of playing it. Um, I would probably like to have volatility a bit higher for that kind of trade, but yes, um, it's uh, probably one. I'm going to just chuck it into the strategy builder because I think that that's one that, um, uh, that uh, could could look quite good. Uh, I think kind of depends as to the uh, risk reward ratio on that trade. Um, so I'm just going to quickly go. So that's bear call. Uh, we're looking July create, um, and uh, we are looking at a sixty one hundred and a six thousand. One to two. So yeah, that, that looks that looks relatively good. Um, be interesting to see. So that's ninth of July. What about something a little bit closer? So because if you're going to get a breakout, you're going to get it pretty quickly. Uh, that's a one to eight. So yeah, probably not worth it. Ninth July, sixteenth. Yeah. So yeah, you, that sixteenth of July definitely looks like like a pretty good risk reward. Um, and now to twentieth of August is a bit too far. Um, Tim, uh, A-N-N, good old Ansel, 
uh, sold June uh, 35, 35.50. Uh, so do you want to maybe just uh, just specify those strikes a little bit? A little bit. So is it a 35, 35.50 um, sold spread? So in other words, you sold at 35.50 and you've got a, a board at 35. So in other words, you're right on the right on the edge there. Um, in which case, that probably would mean your break even's probably around about 35, 20-ish, 30-ish, something like that. So you've probably got a fair bit of space here, um, and it's looking like it's keeping up. So might be all right on that one. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe if you can clarify that one, that would be good. So for anyone who's sitting in options expiry today, sort of worried about where the markets are at, um, you know, maybe if you're if you're listening to my bearish sentiments and and, and getting scared, I do apologize about that. I don't think it's I don't think the market is going to go on and have a 500 point move in a single day, um, uh, at least not today. But um, definitely, um, you know, keep the standard deviations in mind. Um, as to as to where where the market is going to go, I mean, it's probably if I understood that trade correctly, Tim. Uh, bought 34, uh, so you sold 35.50, bought 34, is that right? Um, again, in which case, yeah, yeah, okay, so I, I mean, yeah, so your break even would be probably 34.75 or something, roughly speaking. Um, so I think you've got, you've got plenty of, of, of space there. I mean, effectively, it's going to take out 35 um, to, uh, to start getting you worried, and, and it's, it's, Still an uptick at the moment, um, and you've you've got a couple of hours left. So, but I think I think overall for anyone who's sitting in there um, and, and and worried about expiry today, um, and if you're uh, if you're in a salt spread and it's out of the money, um, yeah, I think just just wait and and sit with it and be patient. And uh, the time decay works in your favour so much that every minute that you're that you're waiting, the better it's going to be. And then ultimately, the, the final hurdle is if you don't have to pay brokerage on it, even better. Um, if it does uh, get to the point, Tim, where um, you're 35, you know, let's say it does get below 35.50 on your sold, uh, just keep in mind that the only trade that you do need to close is the one that's in the money, in this case, 35.50. So you don't need to do anything with the 34. Um, it's going to uh, make it easier for you to get out of that trade, uh, A and B. Um, obviously, you don't have to pay because 34 is just going to expire worthless. Um, and so anyway, if you're sitting on the edge and, and you know, again, this assignment exercises video um, in the education portal that might be worthwhile looking at. Uh, if you if uh, if you just want to see how to, sort of to handle some scenarios and, and, and what you need to do if, if things sort of dip in, in the wrong direction. But having said that, today is a relatively um, unexciting day. I mean, the market's down, but it opened down uh, and, and it's sort of just sitting around here now. So... Um, it is. It is what it is. Um, I don't think that you know. You're looking sort of. If, if you're looking at volatility, that's not coming up uh, too much. So I think. You know. uh, what happens with um, quantity expirations with the trading hold? Yeah. So yes, I think um, Tim's probably going to give you a buzz if you've got it. Um, effectively, what happens is. Uh, let me just show you. So this was actually uh, came through from our risk manager at Philip Capital today. Um, and so the ASX effectively announces this notice, um, and uh, what it what it does is that they if they what there is a window ultimately to go in and, and close it down. 
Um, and so what this means is that if today Qantas doesn't come out of the trading hold, which it won't, uh, or at least it's unlikely to, uh, what's going to happen is um, they will use the last traded price of their respective underlying before the trading hold came into effect. Uh, so you won't be able to exercise your options. Um, I believe they just cash settle everything if it's in the money, um, but what will happen is so probably uh, for a lot of people, at least the positioning that, that I believe most of our clients took with, with Qantas, there wasn't really a lot, um, but um, it, it'll just um, expire based on sort of yesterday's prices. Um, and um, on at 2 p.m. there's a there's a window um, where you can you can trade out of them. Um, market makers create a price. Uh, so if you if you're in the money on anything, uh, you want to be you want to trade in that window at 2 p.m. when 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 it opens up. But um, Tim's going to give a buzz to anyone who's holding it. The desk, uh, AWCR and Condor. Um, yeah, look, so uh, one thing that uh, Ingrid just – one reason why I'd uh, immediately say probably not for me uh, is just the ASX fees. So uh, at $1.58 price, um, you probably need to put on quite a lot of contracts to, to make that worthwhile. Um, I typically don't look at anything underneath $15 at the moment just for that reason. Now, ASX has got a project in place, um, and we, we had Graham on last Tuesday, I think, from the ASX, Graham O'Brien from the ASX, talking about um, uh, the, the proposed change to strikes um, and what, the, what that change is going to be. Uh, it, it, it's going to actually uh, make it a lot cheaper to get into trades like that um, and a lot more expensive to get into trades like CSL. Um, so that's going to make it very possible in the future. Uh, if that was the case, um, I think that's lining up pretty well. Um, I just don't want to pay a couple hundred bucks to the ASX to, uh, to, to put that trade on. Um, so, yeah, 175, 150 probably is, is what you'd be looking at. But, yeah, I think I think pick, pick a stock with that's, uh, that's a little bit higher. And if you're desperate to look at a, um, you know, it's something that is uh, potentially, uh, you know, if you, if you, if you want to do an RM Condor at the moment, you think that the market is sideways, uh, use the IV rank. Um, that's going to be the, the best way and, and, and have a look at these stocks that are popping up. And effectively, you know, we were talking about A2 Milk. Um, that's probably in terms of favourites, you know, that that's probably up there. But there's nothing really going that, that, that's really high. Uh, flight centers got a very high implied volatility, but obviously there's a lot of stuff going on in there um, and a lot of sort of unsophisticated flow um, based on what we're seeing from, from market stats coming out. Um, and yeah, I mean, so, you know, so you've got, you've got potentially Wisetech actually might not be a bad one. Um, vol's pretty high, uh, um, although it's come off a lot. It's still pretty trending. But I think that, you know, there's, there's times when, when patience um, favours the brave. So, uh, you know, I think maybe maybe it's worthwhile just um, just just staying put and waiting for the market to show direction and, and then ultimately going into it. All right, guys, well, we'll probably wrap it up with that. I think uh, it looks like Patrick's connection dropped out as well. Um, but uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, next week, um, Tuesday, we've got uh, those who can do um, uh, do or whatever we're calling it on a daily basis. Uh, we will have someone hopefully coming in. Um, Patrick, I believe, is working on that one. Uh, uh, 
And uh, then on Wednesday, we've got another education event for anyone who's playing an options game uh, that will be talking about neutral strategies, I believe. We were talking about directional strategies last night. If you want to get access to that, let us know. We can shoot that over to you. Uh, the recording of that probably is in the newsletter this morning. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for joining us and making the time, and we'll chat to you uh, on Tuesday. Look forward to seeing you then.